Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Anything Goes. I'm Emma Chamberlain, your host. How was that? Anyway, here's my cat. My cat Frankie is the closest thing we're ever going to get to a co-host or even a guest on this podcast, to be honest. Um, It's interesting, actually, because she is very antisocial, my cat Frankie. She likes to mind her own business, which I very much respect and admire. She doesn't really like to hang out with me much. But every time I record the podcast without fail, she is on my lap hanging out with me. It's so bizarre because she doesn't hang out with me consistently in any other scenario. This is the only time that she hangs out with me. And it's really our quality time as a mother and a daughter, which is amazing. Um, And I love it. If I try to record a podcast without her in the room, she'll be scratching at the door until I let her in. Like she needs to be on my lap every time I record a podcast. It's so bizarre. But anyway, I'm going to stop talking about it because nobody cares about my cats. And I know that because it's the same thing as parents talking about their kids and showing photos of their kids at social events. You know, those parents that just show photos of their kids in every conversation and just completely hijack every social situation by just pulling out 50 photos of their kid. Photos of their kid at the park. Photos of their kid at their fourth day of preschool. Like the most irrelevant photos of their child. If I ever become a mom like that, I give everybody full permission to stop inviting me (laughs) to everything. Like just, if I ever become a mom like that, cut me off and I won't blame you. Listen, If a mom or a parent shows me a photo of their kid, like one or two photos, great. We can deal with that. But when it hijacks a whole social situation, that's when it's just harmful. And really nobody cares. Um, There's just certain things that people don't care to hear about. People don't care to hear about pets. They don't want to hear, nobody wants to hear about your pet, okay? You might think that your pet is the best pet in the whole world. Oh my God, my dog is an angel. I can guarantee nobody else cares. It's it, To everybody else, your pet just looks like any other animal. It's really bizarre how that is. Also, people don't care to hear about the crazy dream you had last night. There's just certain things that people don't care about. There's probably some sort of psychology behind why, but I don't know what that is, so... Let's just get into today's topic. This episode of Anything Goes is presented by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Azo offers an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Save 20% with promo code PODCAST on azoproducts.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for. Like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids. Or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. This episode is supported by H&R Block. 
Working moms have way too many to-dos. Switch to H&R Block and have an expert do your taxes for you. Block guarantees 100% accuracy and your max refund or your money back. And with their no-surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even meet with a tax pro in a Block office or online from home. So take a breath, moms. This tax season is better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Description of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. Today's topic is going to be some embarrassing stories of mine because over the past few months, I've been kind of gathering and remembering some of my most embarrassing moments. And I mean, there's a lot and I've probably forgot a lot. But I, for some reason, like a bunch of them have just been coming to the front of my mind recently. And every time they come to the front of my mind, I write them down and I just have to share because some of these are too fucking good to not share. So today's topic, embarrassing stories. Let's get right into it. Okay, the first story I have is pretty fucking painful. So... Let's set the scene here. I am in fifth grade and I actually transferred schools to a school that was not that was not in the town that I went to elementary school in. So when I went to middle school, I kind of was a new kid, if you will. I mean, obviously, everybody's a new kid in middle school, but a lot of kids, you know, grew up in the town that my middle school was in and had all their friends from elementary school and felt a lot more comfortable than I think I did because I was in a group with a whole, I was in a school with a whole new group of kids and it was tough for me in the beginning because I just wanted to find my friend group so bad and it was not easy. But halfway through fifth grade, I finally found my friend group and it was kind of like the popular group. I managed to get myself into the kind of popular group of middle school. And I was proud of myself. I was like, oh my God, I did it. You know, in middle school, you're like, you just want to be the cool. You just want to be accepted. Like that's all you want. You know, your personality is so malleable that you just want to be accepted in any way possible. So it's fifth grade. I finally am accepted into this cool friend group, right? And every day we'd eat lunch together. And I remember one day I'm wearing a long sleeve workout top. And it was one of those kinds of workout tops that has a little thumb hole in the sleeve so that you can put your thumb through it or whatever. Um, And so, of course, I thought that was the coolest thing ever that like my shirt had thumb holes in it so you best believe that my fingers were through the thumb holes all day every day right that means during class that means when I'm in the bathroom at school that means when I'm eating my lunch all of the above you guys are not going to believe this story so it's lunchtime and I'm eating lunch with all my friends and one girl in my friend group was like, Emma, what's that on your sleeve? And I looked down and there's a brown smudge, kind of, I'd even argue, a brown blob on my sleeve. And I looked down 
And I was like, oh, fuck. I think a little bit of dookie got on my sleeve when I wiped my ass earlier in the bathroom. (laughs) And it's on my sleeve. But of course, I'm not going to admit that. Are you kidding me? I finally got accepted into the cool group in middle school. You think I'm going to be like, yeah, that's dookie. Hell no. So I said, oh, it's peanut butter. And thankfully, I had peanut butter and apples in my lunchbox that day, which I honestly ate that almost every day. But I was like, ew, that's so weird. I guess it's some peanut butter. And I took my thumb out of the thumb hole of my long sleeve shirt and I rolled it up a little bit so that nobody could see the dookie. Later, I went to the bathroom to check and I was like, is this actually shit on my sleeve right now? And lo and behold, oh, it was shit. So I cleaned it. And for the rest of the day, I was an emotional wreck. How had I ended up here? I was so obsessed with the fact that my shirt had these little thumb holes in it that I didn't even take a moment to realize that maybe that was going to lead me to get dookie on my long sleeve shirt. And it did. Oh, it did. The fact that I got called out for it, I think, was easily the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Um, (laughs) So let's just say I learned at the ripe age of 13 that it is very important. I don't even think I was 13, maybe 11. I learned at the ripe age of 11 to roll up my sleeves when I wipe my ass. Um, And I learned it the goddamn hard way. (laughs) I can't believe that that happened to me. Can you guys believe how fucking embarrassing that is? Like, that is so bad. I wonder if she bought it. Like, I wonder if she believed that it was actually peanut butter on my sleeve. And honestly, in the defense of my 11-year-old self, like, that is a great, great, excuse like that is a perfect storyline like it aligns perfectly it was like I had peanut butter and apples in my lunchbox I mean the whole thing lined up perfectly but damn I hope she believed me she probably didn't she probably knew it was dookie I don't think peanut butter looks that story is so bad y'all I holy shit that one still haunts me to this day This next one is dating back to even younger. I was probably in elementary school, maybe nine years old. And, you know, when you're a nine-year-old, you're weird, right? You're just weird. You don't understand anything about your mind, body, soul. You have no connection to anything. You're not even a human being yet, really. You know what I mean? When you're nine years old, you're all over the place. And you're very much in moments of development. You're going, you're, you're transitioning out of being a baby to being a tween. You're like almost a tween, you know? And it's a confusing time. Well, when I was nine, one of my hidden talents was being able to fart on command. And I would show this to everybody, okay? I would show this to my dad. At the time, he had a girlfriend, I would show it to his girlfriend, the fact that I could fart on command. I would do this and show my mom. I would show my cousins. I would, I don't think I showed my friends, thank God. Um, But I probably, I might've. It was like my one party trick as a nine-year-old. Hi, I'm Emma Chamberlain and I can fart on command. 
There's something funny, like when you're a nine-year-old, you're obsessed with the idea of having like a hidden talent. I don't know why that is. It's like there's certain things that kids get obsessed with. Kids get obsessed with collecting certain things. They get obsessed with certain, you know, kinds of animals or whatever. Like it's very common for kids to that's like a huge personality trait of kids and so for me my one of mine was farting on command well I remember when I hit younger adulthood I recollected my is that a word recollected well I remembered how my hidden talent used to be farting on command but then I remembered something a little bit dark about this I realized when I remembered this phase of my life that I wasn't farting on command because the fart wasn't coming out of my butt so where was the fart coming from do I have to say it it was coming out of the hole right next door okay I was on command and I didn't know that it was that, that was different than farting. And I was going around showing everybody this, okay? For like at least a year and a half. Like this was my party trick for at least a year and a half. And I had no idea that what I was actually doing was not a fart. And when I realized this, I was mortified. I was like, I hope nobody knew that that was not a fart. Okay, and I know people know that it wasn't a fart. Like adults definitely knew that this wasn't a fart. And I always wondered why they were so repulsed and like, were like, Emma, don't do that. Because I was fucking, I was not farting. It was much worse. Anyway, um, so that's mortifying. Luckily, you know, it was never like I was doing this in front of teachers or like whatever. It was always, you know, in front of my f- close family in acquaintances uh, but that one hurts that one hurts this episode is brought to you by dove i'm messy i'm a messy girl and when you're as messy as i am you need a deodorant that doesn't mess around enter dove vitamin care plus deodorant its lightweight formula is super powered with vitamin b3 to reinforce your skin's natural odor defenses while providing new levels of skincare for your underarms, keeping you feeling fresh, whatever your day throws at you. Dove Vitamin Care Plus Deodorant. Learn more at dove.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. When you want someone compatible, start the search on Bumble. It has the features you need to find exactly what you're looking for, like a six-foot Aquarius who likes rock climbing and also wants kids or a runner with a penchant for poetry who loves dogs and wants a serious connection. We know you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Download Bumble today. Okay, next. This one is, we're jumping to something more recent. This actually happened within the past month. So, okay. This one's really gross. And like, I I know that this is kind of fucked up, but like, I'm just being honest. Like, this is something that happened. I'm not going to lie. Okay. So I have a cleaning lady that comes once a week and she is amazing. I love her so much. And she has been my cleaning lady for almost three years now. She's like my girl. Like, I love her. And 
she's seen it all, right? Well, a couple weeks ago or months ago, I don't remember. Was it a month ago? Okay, well, about a month ago, she sends me a text and I'll read you the text. She texts me and says, Hi, I'm texting to tell you to be careful with the cats. They're taking your used tampons out of the trash in your bathroom. I found one under your bed today. Okay. Now this is mortifying as is. Right? The fact that she found a used tampon under my bed is disgusting and mortifying as is. But I have some bad news for you guys. It wasn't the cats. I accidentally threw a tampon, used tampon. This is so, I don't even know how to fucking justify this behavior. I was in bed, it was late at night, and I had a tampon in, and it had been in there for far too long. But it was the end of my period, so I wasn't really bleeding anymore. But I was so tired that I just threw it onto the ground. And I was like, I'll throw it in the trash tomorrow. I was honestly kind of half asleep. Like I wasn't even like fully conscious when I did this. And it was definitely a low moment. Okay. But the thought of getting up out of bed to take out my tampon, it was not going to happen at this hour. So I threw it onto the ground. And of course, I forgot about it. And my beautiful, amazing cleaning lady found it. And I'm so sorry. I, ew, like that is awful but the fact that she thought that the cats did it and not me was so precious to me I was like that is so kind that you think that it's not because I literally am a fucking disgusting rat that throws shit on the ground like that listen this was a one-off thing this doesn't happen a lot okay but of course the one time I decided to make a disgusting decision like that I forget that I did it the next morning because I was half asleep I felt so bad. I was like, damn, that is just like not even fair to her. Poor thing, you know? Anyway. Okay, next story is something that has been happening to me more recently that's embarrassing, but that I'm still trying to figure out, okay? And guys, this one is going to hurt. Like, I don't want to tell this story, and but... I just think it's too funny not to tell. Okay, so whenever I sleep in a bed with somebody else recently, you can put the, you don't, I don't fucking need to say anything more than that. You can put the pieces together here. Within the past few months, maybe two months, this specific thing has happened to me twice. I know one time I told a story about how I slept in bed with a guy and I thought I shit his bed. Okay. Because I, <laughs> because I had a really bad stomach ache and like, whatever I've told that story before. I'm not going to tell it again, but something kind of similar has been happening to me recently where during the night or in the early hours of the morning, when I sleep in a bed with a guy, I will. Okay. Okay. I will wake up. <laughs> Guys, I don't know how to do this. I will wake up <laughs> as I'm farting. I can't make this up. 
I can't make this up. Like in the middle of the night, I'll wake up and <laughs> and as I wake up, I'm farting. <laughs> like, like I come to consciousness literally at the exact same time as I'm farting. And I don't know if the fart is waking me up <laughs> or if like, I don't know. But the confusing thing about it is that every time it happens, I'm like half awake. So I don't know if I'm actually farting or if it's like a part of my dream. But it's happened too many times now where like and I don't get why it's happening. Like I I don't understand why I'm like waking up right as a fart slips out. <laughs> like I'm not kidding y'all. It's happened like three times. Okay. And I mean, I don't care anymore. I'm over it. Like, whatever. Okay, we fart as human beings. But my question is, do they know that this is happening? Like, is this waking them up too? I've never talked about it with them. Oh, my God. It's so bad. I don't know. Okay, I can't. Like, I feel guilty now that I'm talking about it on the podcast and not with them. But, like, it's so fucking embarrassing. Like, Every time I'm, I go into shock mode, like my whole body goes into shock and I freeze because I'm like, there's no way they didn't just hear that. But then again, they're sleeping. So probably not. I don't know. But this is something. But the funny part about it is this doesn't happen to me when I'm by myself. I swear to God, this never happens to me when I'm by myself. This farting and waking up simultaneously thing only happens when I'm in a bed with someone else. Why? I need to bring this up to them because it's it's just like I can't. But it's so fucking embarrassing. I, you know what's killing me to think about? It's killing me to think about the fact that like they've known this. <laughs> and who knows how much more I fart during the night? Listen, y'all, I got stomach issues. I have IBS. I have fucking all of the above. Like my stomach is not okay ninety percent of the time. I, if things are not happy in my tummy okay not good the ecosystem in there is bad okay and so I'm not surprised that this happens but that just begs the question like how much am I farting through the night and are they ever noticed oh no and I know that like nobody cares like anybody that I'm that I'd ever sleep in a bed with would not care like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I were to, like, any of my friends, anybody that I love, nobody would care. But it's almost the fact that I'm not conscious of it that just haunts me. So that's my next, that's not really a story. That's just something that has been happening to me. I just can't believe it. It's so bad. Anyway. Next is a shorter story, but I feel like this is just still so terrible and embarrassing. So I was at the nail salon and I was getting my nails done. Now I like to get my nails done really long um, just because it makes me feel like a baddie and whatever. It just makes me feel good. Um, so I like to get my nails really long, but anybody who gets really long nails knows that like shit gets stuck under your nails. Like I'm constantly cleaning underneath my nails cleaning the under like it, it's it's a constant battle because shit just gets stuck behind there like if you eat avocado toast you're gonna have avocado all behind 
your nails. If you eat a peanut butter and jelly, there's going to be peanut butter all behind your nails. It's gross, but it's just part of it. And so I'm usually pretty good about cleaning it, right? I'm like very much on top of that because I have such a phobia of somebody seeing some shit behind my nails. It's gross. Um, But apparently one day I was slacking and that one day I was at the nail salon and I was getting in a fill. So I was getting my nails kind of redone and, and spruced up. And the lady who was doing my nails was like, Hey, there's something under your nail. Go wash your hands. And I was like, Oh, okay. Whatever. Didn't really think anything of it. I was like, okay, I probably ate something or whatever that got under my nails. And it just like was stuck there. And like, I totally get it. So I went to the bathroom and, um, I flipped my hands over to see like what was under my nails. Booger. Just a booger under my nail. And I mean, there was no way I could blame this on anything else. I mean, it looked like a booger. Like I couldn't be like, oh, that's just avocado. No. Oh, that's paint. I was painting something earlier with green paint. No. Nope. Oh, it's pesto. No. No. Uh Uh-uh. It was a booger. There was no mistaking that for being a booger. And I feel like I'm somebody I like, I'm not somebody that like loves to pick my nose. Like if I'm, I'm not a booger eater. Oh my God. You know, I'm, I'm proud to say I've never ate my boogers. And listen, I'm not judging if you guys do whatever, do your thing. But that's one thing I'm proud of in my life. I've never eaten my boogers. And to be honest, I'm kind of disgusted by boogers. I really don't like them. Um, and so I always really make it a priority to like find a napkin to put a booger in. Like I'm, I'm not just going to let that thing fly around. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen, sometimes we got to do what we got to do, but like, I'm, I feel like I'm good about that. Like I usually handle that situation very well. Nope. Not that day. Full on boogie under my nail. Poor nail technician. She was such a good sport. Let me tell you the walk of shame from the bathroom back to the seat where she was going to finish my manicure was excruciating. And this is the dangerous part about having long acrylic nails, because if I just had short, cute little nails, yeah, stuff can get stuck under there, but not like that. Not like that. Like I had a full booger under there. It wasn't just like a little bit. No, it was like a full, fully formed. It was just not okay. Anyway, she was a good sport. God bless her. Love her. Moving on. Next story. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had a little bit more time? But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how do we even use it? I feel like if I had an extra hour every day, I would spend it. Well, I'd like to say I'd spend it meditating, deep breathing, self-reflecting, but I would probably be using it on my phone. And I know that that's cliche, but it's true. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash anything. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Walmart. I love the springtime. It's a great chance to refresh your wardrobe, home, or beauty routine. And you know what? I think you'll find Walmart has some great style finds that won't break the bank. If you want to upgrade your style, they've got clothes. If you want to upgrade your home decor, pick up some fresh new pieces. You can upgrade everything from your fit to your furniture in-store or shop it all on the Walmart app. Shop the latest spring styles at walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending your style at Walmart. This, okay, so I've told my first kiss story on the podcast, but I've never told my second kiss story. And this one is pretty epic. So I'm a freshman in high school and um, I had a crush on this boy for a really long time, probably like three or four months. And he always was dating other girls and he never dated me. He was kind of popular or whatever. He never wanted to date me. Like he always wanted to date other girls. And, but we were friends. But I had a huge crush on him, like massive crush on him. I thought he was so cool. In retrospect, I'm like, Emma, what the fuck? I don't know. It's always funny when you look back at that stuff. But eventually he came around and he had a crush on me. And I was stoked. But I was only stoked for about a week. Um, and then when it was time to start like holding hands and shit, I was like, I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. Um, and I got very nervous. Mind you, I'd only had my first kiss, which was a terrible experience. Um, I, I was so uncomfortable with any kind of physical affection like that. Like that was just so foreign to me. You know, I didn't know how to like give a goodbye kiss. Like the concept of giving, I even actually struggled with that up until like this year. Like, you know, when you like are saying like, oh, bye. And then you give somebody a goodbye peck. Like that's so awkward to me. I've always struggled with that. Now I don't care. Like that's normal to me. But like, I used to not be able to do that. Like that was like, so I would like fucking like, glitch out when shit like that would happen I've really had a hard time with being affectionate in a relationship it just did not come naturally to me for whatever reason and so you can imagine as a freshman in high school with my first potential boyfriend kind of this was very uncomfortable for me so Basically, I don't remember how we even started kind of dating, but I remember he sent a text to me and he was basically like, Emma, I have a crush on you. Like, I really like you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I really like you too. And then from that point on, we were kind of dating, but we didn't really ever hang out alone. It was like very much not a real relationship. But one of the first things that we did together as a couple, technically kind of, was go on a double date because our best friends at the time were dating as well. And so I remember we decided we were going to go to a movie and then go to lunch the four of us. And we went and saw this movie. God, I can't remember what the movie was. doesn't matter. But we went and saw this movie and it was the afternoon. So the movie theater was very chill. Like there wasn't a lot of people there. And when we got into the theater, it was literally just the four of us in this theater. There was nobody else, not one other person which was bizarre, but kind of awesome. We were all very excited because, you know, that's fun. It's like you have the whole theater to yourself. So 
it's the four of us. Me, this kid that I'm kind of dating, but very nervous around and wasn't even sure if I actually liked him as to enough to date him. I thought I liked him enough to date him, but I was starting to question things. Okay. And then we're with our best friends who have been dating for months and have like a super mature relationship. Like they were the kind of couple that even though we were in freshman year, like they were very mature. Like they were already, you know, hanging out one-on-one all the time, doing everything together, like very comfortable with each other with affection and stuff like that. Mind you, like I'm just not there yet. Okay. And I don't even know if I like this kid. So I was kind of the type of girl that was like, I loved, I was like in love with guys until they'd like me back. And then I'd get really freaked out. It's normal. So many people deal with that. Uh, But I was very much dealing with that at that time. And so we're in this movie theater, the four of us. And basically the couple that we were with, our best friends, were like sitting on each other's lap and like kissing each other and like doing all that. Mind you, me and this kid are not even touching each other. Like, I think he maybe put his arm around me. Maybe. Oh my God, that just reminded me of another story. Okay, anyway, we'll get to that later. He maybe put his arm around me, okay? If that. Nothing was really going on. We're enjoying the movie, whatever. All of a sudden, he whispers in my ear, should we kiss right now? And I whisper back and I'm like, yeah, sure. Listen to what this savage does, okay? In retrospect, this takes fucking balls. This kid pushes up the like armrests on the seats in the movie theater and lays down. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he was like, it's go time. And I was like, what? Mind you, we're with our best friends. Like, I'm gonna, like, what? But I didn't know any better. So I was like, okay, we're gonna make this work. (laughs) So I'm in the movie theater, okay? I'm like, this is completely embarrassing. Like, this is so just bizarre. You know what I mean? Like, mind you, I'd never kissed this kid before ever. Like we'd been talking, kind of dating for like a week. I'd never kissed him before. My first kiss with this guy is laying down in the movie theater next to our best friends. So awkward. Now I'm feeling like anxious, right? I'm like, this is so weird. I don't want my best friends to think that like I approve of what's going on right now. So this doesn't even sound like it's a real story, but it is. I start I'm laying down, okay? And I reach my leg and I out and I start kicking my friends to kind of in my mind I was like this is notifying them that like I'm I'm not like that this is weird to me. You know what I mean? Even though like it was fine, but I I I was embarrassed, so I was like trying to send them a signal like guys, I know that this is weird, right? Well, finally it ends. I'm mortified because I'm like, even though this is, these are our best friends, like, number one, this is like so foreign to me. Like this whole concept, like just like, it, 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 the, I, I was like, what, what, 
it was my second kiss ever. And it just felt so extreme. I was like, this is so extreme. And I, it just was so uncomfortable. I just was like so nervous and like didn't know how to like even my hair is like in his face. Like the whole thing was a fucking mess. Right. And it was just like terrible. Like my hair was in his mouth. Like it was just bad. Like it was so bad. And I'm like kicking my friends, trying to notify them that like, you know, I know that this is weird. They're not getting the message later. I tell my best friend at the time, cause she, she was the one that was dating our other friend. I tell her, I'm like, dude, like that was so, I'm sorry. Like that was very bizarre. Like, I don't know why we, I, why he wanted to do that, but I didn't know. I was like, I guess this is normal. I thought it was normal. I don't know any better, but I, do, I mean, in retrospect, it's weird. I think he was trying to one up our best friends cause they were dating and they were being all cute and like sitting on each other's lap. I think he was like, okay, you guys are being cute like that. Well, we're about to make out laying down in the movie theater. Like, I think he was trying to compete with them. And I ended up telling her, I was like, I was kicking you because I was trying to tell you that I thought it was kind of weird. And she was like, oh, I thought you were kicking me because you were enjoying it. And I was like, no, no, hey, no, 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 no. And it was fucking embarrassing. So anyway, that whole thing was a goddamn mess. Um, Yeah, a mess. So that was my second kiss. Um, anyway, we pretty much, that was the only time we actually ever kissed each other. And I ended up texting him, telling him that I wanted to be friends about two weeks later, maybe a week later. Um, and that was the end of that relationship. Uh, we literally never even started dating. It was like, we, we talked for maybe two weeks and it was, God, it was bad. Um, but I mean, honestly, shout out to that kid for being ballsy like that seriously mad respect uh hope you're doing well if you know who you are uh but that was that was funny I actually have another story though with that kid because we actually went to the movies one time together and I believe we went with a few other friends we did we were with a few other friends and this was before we had ever like this was before this the movie incident that I just mentioned this was prior to that so we were just kind of warming up like we were just kind of getting a little flirty you know what I mean not like anything serious we're in the movie theater and we're with all of our friends I'm just sitting there watching the movie I'm sitting next to him and all of a sudden I get a bonk on my head (laughs) like a literal like my head got pounded by someone's arm and I look over and it was him and I was like what he's like I was trying to put my arm around you (laughs) and he just bonked me in the head with his arm and I was like oh fuck okay I like leaned up and he like put his arm around me and I was like damn you just gave me a fucking concussion like thank you but like what I had such an awkward dating experience in high school like I it didn't even exist like I never, that was the closest I got to a boyfriend in high school. Besides that, I just would like, that was it. That was it. I I really didn't do much more than that. That was pretty much the only relationship I I had. And my God, was it awkward. I mean, seriously. Like that's all I had. And then that's all the experience I had going into moving, moving to LA. So it was like, I moved to LA with that being my dating history. 
So you can only imagine once I started dating in LA, how awkward it was for me. Like I had no cues with relationships. I had no idea how to spend time with a guy one-on-one. Um, I had no idea how to like, you know, you know, it's like, okay. Like when you see your significant other, you give them a kiss. Usually you think I knew how to do that? Fuck no. I didn't know when it was appropriate. Like I didn't, I was like, okay, wait, Oh, am I supposed to give him a goodbye kiss? Wait, what the fuck? I just had no cues at all. I was so bad at that stuff. It took me up until now to finally have that all figured out. I think I really like took me forever. I was just so fucking awkward. I, I don't know. I was just so awkward. Those are all the stories I have for today. Those are all I could think of. Um, I hope you enjoyed those. I thought that those were, (laughs) some of those are pretty bad. Um, So I hope that you enjoyed them. Okay, guys, that's all I got. That's all I got for today. It's time for me to stop. Um, I definitely overshared a little bit here. These stories probably shouldn't be on the internet, at least most of them. But I enjoyed it. I had fun. And next time you get embarrassed, just remember this podcast episode. Because I can imagine that these stories are worse than whatever you just went through. So that's useful, hopefully. But anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to Anything Goes on any place or platform that you listen to podcasts. Give us a little review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out. Five stars if you're feeling it. A little review. I really appreciate it and I read them and it really helps me out. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, the Twitter is at AG Podcast so that you can participate in the episodes. And I think that's all I got. Guys, I love you. Thank you for hanging out with me for another week and I will see you soon. Have a good day, sweet bae, bestie. Love you.